Hey guys, Sensi Star Jones here with the Keep It Loud Crew podcast, broadcasting from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Guys, I have a hot one for you all the way from North Hollywood. Okay, we're going all the way to California. If you're like me and you love to eat just plant-based, strictly plant-based, you love that lifestyle, you're going to want to hear this one. We have all the way from California on the line, I can say she's the founder, CEO, but she has a whole team of the Vegan Street Fair, which is going to be taking two days this time. It's going to be a two-day fair, okay, Saturday and Sunday. We have the CEO, Miss Jessica Shea on the line. How are you? <laughs> oh, to be here. Um, yeah, we're in the final stages, so we're like, we're right there. We're we're ready for the big show. It's I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you're good. You're good. So uh, all of the all of the imperfections and all mm. of the late nights and all of the crinkles have just been sorted out. So we're good to go. That's right. Moving and moving and grooving. Well, moving and grooving. Well, I'd like you to introduce yourself to our audience because I know we have a lot to cover in a short period of time. So the board is yours. Awesome. Yeah. So um, I've been running Vegan Street Fair out in um, North Hollywood, California for the past five years. I'm actually originally from New York City, um, well, the Bronx specifically. And the idea behind Vegan Street Fair kind of came from my upbringing out there. You know, it's it's very common to walk um, anywhere in New York and, and bump up against the street fair. And there's always good vibes, good energy. It doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. When there's a street fair, you feel like you're a part of it, like you're a part of the culture. And, you know, it's kind of a celebration of, of food and, and good people and good energy. And that's kind of what I wanted to do with Vegan Street Fair was just uh, take this New York energy and, and, and life and inject it into into L.A. because Los Angeles is such a different city, you know, for anybody that's been out wow. here from from anywhere else. Not that it's a bad or a good thing. It's just very opposite for me from where I come from. And, you know, most of the time most people the time. live in a bubble and they're driving in their car and, you know, they're not really used to being around people or culture um, as much as, let's say, New York. So I kind of wanted to kind of flip veganism on its head a little because typically when you hear about veganism, you hear, you know, about throwing pain on people and doing all kinds of wild stuff. Like, we don't do none of that. It's basically <laughs> like, come out. My God, like that. If, if that I mean, I remember when I wasn't vegan and I remember seeing things like that and feeling very turned off. And I thought to myself, like, listen, if you're trying to bring people into your cause, maybe don't be so hardcore about it, you know? And I'm not even mad at those people. I just think there's there's better ways to show people and welcome people into this lifestyle you, know, you just show them that it's that it's normal it's good food it's good vibes we're all regular people just like you <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> you know what i'm saying they so, go hard with it <laughs> oh god anyway that's not to knock y'all vegans out there you know doing demos and all that stuff it's just to say we do it a little differently you know it's it's very easy to get caught up in in sort of all the the negative behind be, be, behind being vegan Behind well, being be oh my god why can't I say this behind being vegan that's Boom. A there right there. <laughs> we had it all in the universe is just colliding but it's love it's love that's right that's right <laughs> well I mean now the word the, I should say vegan 
you know, they, they, they have it, they use it so loosely or they, they try to make it seem like, oh, they are so snobby or, you know, it's like a cliche thing that goes mm, on. But mm. honestly speaking, it has a lot of those out there who say they're vegan and they want to do the lifestyle and they try it for a month and they're like, no, but with your street fear, I will recommend everyone to at least check it out. Because if you're not a vegan, you're going to see things here that you think you're going to be like, whoa, is this really what I think it is? Maybe a chickpeas base, maybe a, I mean, I see that you guys have different, I mean, you have a variety of different things on your page. So it can be anything from soy to tofu to chickpeas to plant-based, mm -hmm. just regular strictly plant-based. So now what's your favorite on the menu for this upcoming fair? What's your favorite dish for this Ooh. upcoming fair? That's such a good question because there's so many good things this year. Um, we have a vendor coming all the way from New York, uh, my hometown, which I'm not, I'm not biased or anything. It's just really cool stuff. But this guy's coming and he does like uh, vegan butcher type vegan meats. So he's, okay. yeah, he's using something called seitan, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, and it's basically just made out of wheat gluten and it takes on the flavors of smoked foods. So he does... Ooh. Yeah, he's doing like smoked briskets and things like that. I mean, his stuff is yeah, so real. <laughs> is he gonna do like the smoked watermelon? I mean, I see everyone oh. talking about this watermelon. <laughs> I mean, is he gonna do that? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's only doing oh. seitan, but that watermelon looks bananas. I'm curious to know how it tastes for sure. My goodness, my goodness, I see that. So, how many vendors are you having this year? Because this is gonna be an awesome stage show. Yeah, so we, this is our fifth year, and every year we grow. Um, we have 150 vendors this year, hand-picked, pretty much hand-selected. You know, there's so many people out there that are coming out of nowhere, you know, just trying to live a different life. And, you know, I, I want to make sure everybody knows, like, whether you're vegan or not. I mean, people can't really argue with good food, I feel. Sure. Um, and even if it's a one-day thing where you just come and you're like, all right, I'm just going to eat vegan for the day. You know, my whole thing is, I just want people to give it a try and maybe we plant a seed or two, but at the end of the day, you know, for all of these vendors to come out and provide what I think is some of their best stuff and for people to be able to taste, you know, a $4 item, let's just say, and get a taste literally and figuratively of vegan food and go like, wow, that's vegan. I can do this. I think that that's, that's where we're at. So We've been uh, growing this festival since 2015. We started with 44 vendors, and now it's 150. Wow. And we went, we we expanded to two days this year, which is a huge undertaking because closing streets in a major city is not easy. And I think that if people ever saw the behind the scenes of what this looks like, they'd be like, "Oh my God, why, why do you do this? And how do you even make it happen?" But you know, vendors really, vendors and people in general, like. I think veganism is growing so fast yeah. that something like this is kind of riding that wave because there's so many new people trying vegan stuff every single day. Um, so yeah, so that was a very long-winded answer to your question. But it's no, you're good. You're good. I love, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm ingesting everything that you're taking. Man. I'm like, whoa, because I want to ask you about Charlie's brownies. Yes. Okay. So this brownie from Charlie's Brownie. I never met Charlie. I don't know if it's a man or woman, but I know the brownie is irresistible. Okay? I mean, mm -hmm. it's 
how was that and where did you find them from Oh my gosh, it's such a I love that you're asking me about specifically Charlie because you don't even you don't even understand the significance of this. So Charlie, <laughs> Charlie is Charlie, like the guy on the logo, Charlie. Um okay. we, we have a Facebook group that I started maybe 8 years ago when I first went vegan because I was looking for support. Uh, I didn't really know too many vegans in real life and I was going through, you know, when you first kind of go vegan, I don't know if you can kind of relate, but it's kind of hard when you don't really know what you're doing and yeah, you get flustered. You get you you, you yeah. lose concentration. Mm -hmm. You're like, f this. I just want to go back and eat some shrimp or chicken. But yes, I I just drink a lot of water. I always start with my mm. water. I fill my water up and I, I start with water. So if anybody wants to try the lifestyle, I always tell them, hey, don't change what you're doing, but change the water intake and then move from there. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. You, mm -hmm, use what you have around you. No, that's okay, Jessica. Like, use what you have around you. Don't go out and try to make. Uh, kale and cauliflower and all of these different okay. dishes that's just a bunch of greens if you have the local grocery store i mean you're not gonna find everything organic but mm -hmm. use what you have you're gonna have green you're gonna have a lot of ground foods you know you're gonna have your bananas and plantains and potatoes and your peppers scallions use what you find in a grocery store around your area and move on from there so, yes that's what I say. But yeah, yeah, I know it's very hard if you don't know what you're doing because you lose concentration. Yeah. And it makes you, it, it's very discouraging and it makes you feel like you can't do it. And I think that the one thing that most people lack when they first try to give this thing a shot is support or people who can just be there for them to say, hey, just so you know, when you were eating meat, you were seasoning it with plants. And <laughs> they <laughs> I like when you think of it that way because people get so mad. They're like, "Why you gotta?" They don't like to hear the truth. No, they don't like it. They, it kills them. They're like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like you're using oregano, right? So <laughs> like... <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, can you imagine trying to eat? I mean, listen, I wasn't vegan my whole life, so I'm never gonna sit here and judge anybody Correct. who's not a vegan. But I'm like, listen, let's keep it 100. When you eat a burger or when you eat chicken, you're slathering that shit with plant. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you, if I can. Go ahead. You're good. <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> this is but, not a syndicated show. You're okay. good. Good, good. So it's like you're actually, you're, you're covering this thing in plants before you cook it. And that's the only way it tastes good. So in reality, when you, if you can flip your mindset to be like, okay, what is it that I feel like I'm actually missing when I go vegan? You know, maybe it's just the texture because to me, not for nothing, but like tofu scramble to me tastes way better than a regular egg scramble because Thank it's you. just the season. It's just the seasoning. Thank you. That's you know all it is. But anyway, <laughs> on, to the, on to the question. So I was having a really hard time eight uh -huh. years ago when I first became vegan because I didn't know anybody. I actually had a moment where I ate chicken on accident because someone gave it to me and I kind of just was like, I didn't know what to do or how to feel and I was really sad. And I didn't have anybody to call. So I started this Facebook group, which is now at like 9,000 people or something like that. It's a really tight-knit community. It's called Power to the Veg on Facebook. It's pretty great. And it's a non-judgmental space for people to just talk about their struggles or their victories or the things that, you know, they, uh, you know, they just really need help with or support with. Because if you don't have people around you, like for me, it was really hard to talk to my Puerto Rican family in the Bronx about what I was doing because 
My grandfather was like, oh, I don't even care. I'm just going to die Abuela, happy. Not with that. No. no. Oh, my no, God. No. Oh, my Arrojo God. Forget no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it. They don't want to hear it. And it's it's almost like an affront to their to their life. But anyway. But you know the funny part about it, Jessica? Mm. They are all plant-based eaters when you check it out. Because <sighs> that's what they have. They have avocados. They have all the yes. greens. And then they put a little bit of you know roast pork on the side with chicken. But the main cuisine is all vegetables bingo oh my gosh i know you had a hard time but i'm I'm, I'm gravitating i'm feeling the girl go ahead (laughs) yeah no it's tough so so when you don't have people around you like directly around you who understand or who you know can just lend some support it's difficult so i met charlie through this group and somehow or another i don't even know how it came or how it happened we met somewhere at like a meetup and ever since then Charlie has been one of my like closest friends. He's been to my house for Thanksgiving when I used to celebrate Thanksgiving, which I don't anymore. That's another. Okay. That's another podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a but... different podcast right there. I know where you're going with that. But that's a different <laughs> one. <laughs> like, oh All no, that quail meat they're eating. <laughs> right, right. I can't even talk. Like, let's not talk about colonizing stuff because I just okay. I get too deep. I get too deep. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> next one. Right, right, right. So when I had met Charlie, he had just started a brownie company, and he was working for another vegan restaurant. Um, who's kind of like a big vegan restaurant down here. And we were just starting this thing, this, this vegan festival, this for the first time, just crossing our fingers and hoping that people would take a chance on it. Not just attendees, but vendors too. Like, will vendors come through and enjoy this? Will vendors, you know, pay money yeah. to maybe, to maybe lose money because we've never done this and there's no precedent and we're all brand new to this. And Charlie sat in my living room and we talked about it. We talked about like, yo, let's, let's make this your first, like, let's do it. Like he was already excited about it. I was like, let's go. So Charlie has been at every single vegan street fair since we started, including when we did one in New York, which sadly was one and done. Uh, when we did one in San Diego, which is also one and done. And every single vegan street fair since like Charlie is a staple. Like he will never go away. He's, he's the OG he's the OG and his brownies are so good they're look I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first to tell you like I'm not gluten-free by any means I get it when people have celiac or whatever or they don't feel good on gluten-free diets or gluten-full diets I should say um but Charlie's brownies actually taste damn good I mean they're not ooey gooey like a traditional brownie but his flavors are so on point so I'm gonna have to talk to him and have him send you some brownies because clearly you need to taste them yourself Man, listen here, Charlie. Washington, <laughs> D.C., we up here. We can get those brownies. I can put it with a little bit of uh, non-dairy eggnog. Yo, we good to go, okay? <laughs> we good to go. Now, I have a next one to ask you about this Hugo's restaurant because this... Mm. Uh, look, tell me about Hugo's, man, because this is something to talk about. I hope they're going to... Are they going to be there to the, the festival or they're going to have a booth? here's the sad thing Hugo's has been with us from the beginning and this is the first year that they're not I don't dude I'm just picking I I know but but we can talk about some bomb like Mexican food because tell me about this let's go who got the who got the good ones over there who's got the sauce so yeah Vegatinos right now is top of their game they're a pop-up that pops up all over Los Angeles they're doing some of the best Mexican food you'll ever eat in your life. They're even making vegan flan, which if anybody, yes, facts. And it's what? bomb. And it's bomb. It's not even like a little good. It's bomb. I, mm. I can't even mm. tell you. I can't even tell you. And they're mm. making all their own meats. 
you know, like quote unquote meats, but the flavors are so there. Like you go to Vegatinos and you take a non-vegan and they don't know the difference. I mean, that's how good it is. They're that's what it is. They're so on point. I love them. Oh my goodness. So I know you're going to have 150 different things to try. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a great two days. So it's going to be what? 75, 75. You're going to do like break it down in samples or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I want to ask, you know, about now that is it the, where is it? Where is it? I, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It was like some noodles. I just saw them. Oh, are you talking uh, about uh, man-eating plant? There you go. Boom. Talk about man-eating plant because your your page is is making my mouth water, you know, because <laughs> this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Yes. If you're in DC, you have until about 6:30, 7 o'clock to get vegan food. Oh, After wow. that, you can get like, you know, late bites or whatever. Um, oh. but they're gonna be like the process, as we want to call it, the process plant-based food, uh-huh. you know. You go in and you might get the Beyond Burgers or whatever might be the case. Not saying anything from Beyond Burgers are really good, you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You're going to get that. You're not going to get that, oh, full natural living life, vital, hand-cut, you know, collard greens or, mm-hmm. or um, rainbow shard. But what I like to say about what you guys have going on, it seems to me like 24 hours, seven days a week, you can find something to eat over there. Oh my God! You don't even understand. You don't oh, even... don't don't rub it in. But I'm sorry. On. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be that person. I... Oh my God. Okay, so it's it's interesting because when I started Vegan Street Fair five years ago, there was only two other vegan festivals out here, legit. Mm-hmm. And now I believe there are like twenty five. Um, what? Yes. No exaggeration. Like within a forty five minute drive at any given moment pretty much at one time of the day there's something going on we just started a weekly festival here i don't even know if i'll call it a fest it's a market it's a weekly market and it's it's like 36 vendors every single sunday out on the street and it's packed there's like 2000 people that come out every single week so it's 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 nuts to me because i think that la what's really kind of magic about la is the weather allows for people to pop up at any given time without fear of the cold, without fear of the rain. I mean, it's been kind of rainy here lately, but like it gives, I think it gives people more of an opportunity to make a name for themselves and make a little bit of money while they're doing this. Because typically where do you traditionally, you know, make money in the vegan scene? You got to go own a restaurant or something. Yeah. You, it's hard. I mean, a restaurant, probably a little um, food van, but the food vans, they're so, that's a hit and miss. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, they pop up one day, they're here, and then they're not there again, and then they, mm-hmm. they post something. Oh, sorry for the inconvenience. We're down. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it is crazy. Yeah, but for me, I think that what you're doing, you're leading the way, and you're leading mm-hmm. the way with education and opportunity. The reason I say so is because one, you're educating the fans who don't know about it, and two, you're giving those who know about it the opportunity to spread the word. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I really love what the vegan street fair is doing. Now, Jess, will you be will the fair come say DC, Florida, or you're just gonna keep it you're gonna keep it on the West Coast? Because I can see this fair taking off in a lot of different cities and a lot of different places because the DM is going crazy as I told them <laughs> what I'm gonna do. And they're asking me all kinds of questions. I'll get to the questions, guys. Oh. I will. <laughs> but 
Uh, will you guys take it to any other state and city, or is it just going to stay in California, um, North Cali for right now? Yeah, so it's always going to be in, in SoCal for now. It's it, We actually did try this event um, in New York, and it was a, you know, it was my dream to sort of take Vegan Street Fair around to Las Vegas and Miami and Chicago and NorCal and Seattle because that was a that was a vision for me. However, after doing it twice, we did an event in New York. It was 10,000 people strong. It was dope. It was a great energy, great vibe. And then doing one in San Diego, what I realized is that, um, you know, it, if you know anything about Vegan Street Fair, you probably think there's you know, 50 people running it, but that's not the case. It's really just like four or five of us. I thought and, it was going like, shit. I thought it was a whole damn <laughs> orchestration team. I was like, shit, how the fuck are they going to pull this off? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, it's, it's just me. And like, I, it's my husband and I, we started this thing. We have two little kids and then we have three people who are always kind of with us throughout the year, depending on how much time, you know, or, or work we have. Mm-hmm. But all that to say we realized that taking festivals across the country or anywhere else, it, it costs way too much for one thing. And for two, it takes us away from this one, which is the flagship. You know, North yeah. North Hollywood's the first. It's where everything started. It's the one that gets the most. It's 30,000 people on the damn street. Like 30,000 people? Yes. Are you listening to this? 30,000 people eating plant-based. Guys, are you hearing what she's saying? What? <laughs> Go ahead, Jess. What? Is that great? I mean, like, it's, it's, it's such a cool thing to think about 30,000 people just being interested in vegan food. Whether it's them being like, I'm vegan, or whether it's them being like, I'm vegan curious, or whether it's them being like, I don't even, I don't know anything about veganism, but I'm willing to try. Mm-hmm. It's such a testament to how this movement is growing. So all that to say, like, as much as we would love to take this places, we're kind of we're kind of content with the fact that we're a destination event. So it's kind of like, you know, taste of Chicago or bite of Seattle. That's that's those events are mainstays and they'll never go anywhere. That's kind of how we're going to do Street Fair from now on. And it's been working for us. You know, this year we've actually really been able to focus on all of the logistics that we've needed to for this event. I actually have 30 minutes of my day to talk to you. Thank you. Like two <laughs> days before the event, which is bananas. But like it's things like that that make me realize how important it is to focus on the flagship event so that I can, I can take out time to talk to dope people like you and yes. And like talk to your audience and be like, Hey, whether you're vegan or not, give it a try. I mean, at the end of the day, wherever you're at in whatever part of town or whatever state or country or whatever, like find the vegan food and give it a try. It's not going to kill you. It might sound weird at first, but at the end of the day, to me, it's really just a, a mind, a mind shift. It's just mm-hmm. like, okay, uh, it doesn't mean I have not, it doesn't even necessarily mean people have to give anything up. It just means, Hey, for this one day or this one meal, I'm going to try some plants and hopefully they're bomb. And that's kind of what we do. We're like, okay, look, here's some fried, fried vegan chicken. Here's a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Here's a cupcake. <laughs> Here's some ice cream. It's all vegan. Like nothing had to die, or you know, like. And I don't. Yes. I don't even ever take it there. I don't even. I don't need to take it there. You're because, right. I love that. Because at the end of the day, if, like I said, if the food is good, then it speaks for itself, and then everybody can kind of just pretend like all the rest of it is is a side conversation nope. for a little bit. Because that stuff's real deep, and we could talk about that. But at the end of the day, I mean, for it, me, it's the food. You know. 
at, at the end of the day, I understand, you know, animals are animals and they have lives and they have feelings and all of that. But I really can't, I can't stand up for them in my way, but I can't stand up and push it in the public's face. Like, look, do not do this or do not do that. Because as you said earlier, I was not always plant-based eating. You know, mm -hmm. I was, I mean, mm -hmm. I never really liked red meat and chicken growing up as a child. I used mm -hmm. to stick to a lot of seafood. And then when I cut the, when I really like, took all the seafood out and I was actually eating like seafood vegetables, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, that would, that, that blew my mind. I was like, this is a, what, this is right. where it came from. Right. And I just gravitated to that all the time. But what I like about your festival and why your festival is unique, because I've been around to a couple of festivals, you know, all the way down from, as you can say, New York to Florida, I've been a <laughs> festival all the way to Arkansas, Kansas city, Wow. Ahoma. They have some really cool festivals, believe it or not, but they're small festivals. They don't have 150, 200 vendors. But the 25 to 40 vendors that they do have, they have segments. And everybody might be the same thing. You know, they might still have the fries and the burgers. What I like about your, your festival, and I have to give you the ha hands down to this, you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner menus at this festival because any given time you can go to a booth and you're going to see chicken and waffles or yes let's let's not say chicken and waffles but you're going to see <laughs> a, a a a tenderized kind of portion <laughs> yes <laughs> you yes. know and then you're going to have your pancakes and then yes. you, you you move and then you might have some of your 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 your, your wontons or you might have some of your your um, what what is this that you guys have right here? I saw <laughs> from your man-eating plant, Ellie. Oh my god, the, like, the mushroom bow. Uh, the mushroom. Oh my, like I, I I I mean I've heard about and I've re read it, like I read stories about this and how to do it, but to see it actually <laughs> on your page and to see people like really like loving it, like. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah. it's crazy. I wish I can go over there for the two days and just enjoy it with you. But that's... I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you guys have something here that's worth to talk about time and time again. So, for you, what's your favorite part of the process? The ending Ooh. part, the beginning part, the middle <sighs> part? Such a good question. And this is probably going to sound weird to most people. I love the preparation i love map building i love spreadsheet building this sounds so weird like that doesn't even sound fun or exciting yes, probably, it <laughs> probably <laughs> like yes, it that's does. silly <laughs> <laughs> but like you know what it is it, i'm the type of person that likes to set something up like I, I like to think of it as setting up a like a you know when you're a kid and you set up dominoes and you knock them all down yes like that's the that's the sense that's the feeling that I get when I'm when I'm setting this event up when I'm gathering the vendors when I'm getting all their information when I'm building those menus you talked about when I'm posting to social media it's like all this it's a it's, a, it's almost like a game and so when I'm setting it all up and then the day comes and then I'm like all right here's the first domino here it goes boom and then the dominoes just go because at that point that's it like what you've done up to this point is all you've got and to know that it took all of this time that I sat very diligently with meticulous notes on spreadsheets and and collecting information from the vendors and going into the health department to talk about logistics and fire marshal meetings. It's all that pre-production work that gets me juiced 
because that's the behind the scenes that people don't know. And when they come to the event, it's almost like nothing ever happened for, you know, like they don't see that stuff. They just see the end result. It's like watching a movie. You know, you watch a movie and you, you love it and you enjoy it, but you don't really think about what it took to get there. You don't think about the four months it took for them to scout locations and hire their actors and prep for the lines and, and buy the equipment and set up the costume. You know, like it's all those really cool things. I love that stuff. That's mm. my... Oh my God. Like that's if I what could do that, that forever. Live right there. <laughs> yes. 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 So I see that not only food and desserts you guys have, Zombie Gate looks like they have this. It looks like Zombie. It, it, do they have like liquor within that pineapple and that orange, or is it just oh! all natural? <laughs> is it all natural? <laughs> yeah, so that one was at Vegan Street Fair in New York in 2017. That was John's Juice. We've been trying to get them out here for a couple of years because they're out there in New York. They can do liquor. They do do liquor when they do events out there. But for that specific event, it's just juice. Okay. And it's they have the longest line at festivals because it's so it's such a great idea to take a to take a fruit. Basically, they take a fruit, they hollow it out, they blend whatever was in it. So if it's an orange or a pineapple or a dragon fruit. Um, they have all different kinds of fruits and then they mix it with a little bit of ice and I think some agave and then they put it right back in. And mm. it's the most perfect thing because especially for vegans, because you got no waste, you know what true. I mean? <laughs> it's just a fruit. True, true. It's not a cup. You don't got to think about recycling. You don't think about bringing your own container. Like it's Nothing. they're they're doing some epic stuff. I really love those people out in New York. It's, it's the guy's name is John, of course, in August, but those folks are they're amazing and i think that i mean i hope there's john's juices all over the country one day mm, mm, mm. so talk about that um chaka kombucha because that drink looks like it's a knockout <laughs> cha -cha. Cha -cha. Where Sorry, you these people from oh my you need to get a like a, a dictionary <laughs> <laughs> right right Cha-Cha, they're, they're actually not doing the event this year either. We've had them for the past three years, and I, I love them. I love them, too, as people. We have we do have Revive Kombucha this year, which is uh, – you can find their brand, I think, in most stores. Revive Kombucha is pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, these people, they – you know, in the very first few years we were planning this event, we had to find people, right? We had to call and physically go places and, like, beg people, basically, to be a part of this event. And we do not have to do that anymore. <laughs> like, people come I call you, like, can I get in? <laughs> yes, they're like, banging down our door. We got people from Detroit this year. We got people from Oakland this year. Wow. We got people from San Diego, New York. Like, it, need to get it, some from Florida and DC. I know. I, know. I, mean, I need I'm to. I'm going to talk to them and see what's going on. You need to get some. Now, do you have, like, Although I'm seeing all of this highlights, you have a different flavor, but do you have like that authentic Caribbean vegan food? Like I can't say authentic Caribbean vegan food because they call it Ital back where we're from. So yeah. Ital, do you have that, you know, that flavor, that Caribbean flavor? Maybe the Rastafarians over there or may just be a Caribbean person that just like plant-based, meat-free. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's there's a few Ital vegan spots out here. They haven't joined Street Fair yet, but this year we do have a Puerto Rican spot, which I think is really dope. Cause like, hello, my my people, my food, um, and they're doing some they're doing some vegan stuff too, um, cause they're not a, they're not a fully vegan truck, and you know people feel some type of way sometimes about that, and I'm always telling them like, listen, they're they can change just like you or I, 
You know what yeah. I mean? Like if we welcome them with open arms and show them what's possible. I mean, look at Ben and Jerry's. Look at all of these companies that try vegan and then they're like, oh my God, this is doing so well. We need to make 50% of our market vegan. That's what we want. We want that shift. You know, we want people to go, oh my God, there's a market here and whatever. If people speak dollar signs and let's just do that. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's not about us. You know, it's about animals. And if we're if we're out here pushing more vegan food to more vendors, then that helps more animals. So whatever language they speak, to me, it's really important. So anyway, all that to say, there are some dope ice house spots. They're, they've not been a part of my event yet. But I will say, we try really hard to get as much diversity in the food as, at our events as we can. Um, you know, ITAL food is not really that popular out here. And I think it's just a ge- geographical thing. You know, yeah. it's more like, that's why there's barely any Puerto Rican stuff out here either. Cause it's, it's mostly a, an East coast thing. Cause that's closer to where our islands are. Yeah. Um, like Cuban, you know, all the stuff that we don't really have out here, but you know, we got like, oh God, that manning plant, they're doing s- some serious, authentic stuff. We got um, Ethiopian food. We've got Indian food. We've love got... Chalamalasa. Love oh, it. All of it. All of that stuff. So we're we're just out here trying to like... We got Cambodian food too. Like, I mean... Ooh, like, girl, stop like, it. Just... You, you're killing us over here. Stop right. it. Yeah, sorry. I'm right about now, Jessica. I'm That's sorry. Just okay. <laughs> so... What about the music? I know you have a lot of food. I mean, the pizza, we're going to get into the pizza because we're going to get into that. So for this year, do you have, do you showcase any DJs, any live entertainment? Yeah. So we, every year we do, uh, we do DJs. Cause again, I'm from New York street fairs are like a party. We always wanted it to be like a dance party. We never wanted to bring out a band where you have to sit in a chair and like sit mm-hmm. and listen. Like we wanted people on their feet. We want people to just enjoy the vibe. So it's, you know, it's like a backyard sort of barbecue type type feel so we have three djs this year typically we only have one who just services the whole one mile worth of streets wow one mile yeah <laughs> monster it's a monster but this year we were like you know let's let's put a few more djs out there spread it out a little bit have people you know with a little bit more of an eclectic view on music and um so we got three we have um an mc this year which is really cool which we've never done before either and uh, what else? We got stilt walkers out there. We got jugglers, hula hoopers, games of all kinds. We got a beer garden, of course. Um, so you got a little carnival flavor in there. Just ooh, yes. Guys, I tell you, keep it love. Who carnival podcast is the shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm they got to know. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> I love that. So you're going to have stilt walkers. You're going to have jugglers. I mean, I, the Jenga board is going to be there more than likely. Yes. That's going to be there. So talk about these magnificent pies that you have at this fair. Because Ooh, pies. which <laughs> one should, if, 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 if anyone in California is listening right now, right? <laughs> she's going to tell you from point A to point B on this mile where to go. So who should we go first to if we just want to get the best pie? At your oh, festival. Pie, pie, pie. Man. Yeah, it's hard because, oh my God. Okay, so Eat Love is one of my newest favorite vegan vendors of all time. They just started with us a year ago and they're crushing the game. They came out with the, they're the ones that do like a vegan chicken and waffles. They're the ones that are doing uh, 
you know, like a bucket of chicken, obviously vegan. And they make some of the best cakes and pies you'll ever eat in your entire life. So they're definitely top of the list. That rainbow cake. mm -hmm. Baked vegan sweets is also someone who's making really incredible pie. Um, Just desserts in general. Like they're making macarons, you know, macarons that are like those French Mm -hmm different from a macaroon but it's like those french pillowy things and there's ice cream in the middle like Ooh, people are not playing people are not playing this year. You, Nuts. Yo, yo this is yo <laughs> <laughs> don't walk away from me stay with me stay with me uh, okay keep it going keep it going keep it going i'm here I'm, yo, this is oh this my is god like, I I, move. Yo, i'm sad for you i'm sad for you because i feel real bad that i talk about these but you know what's really cool about it to be real is that i try to get as many people as possible to to understand that believe it or not it's hard to find but it's out there like if you're looking for somebody that's doing some dope shit because you just want to try it find someone who's making the food and support the hell out of them because every single time you support somebody who's making vegan food you help other people feel like they can do it too you make other people feel like yo but i could cook like let me let me do a pop-up somewhere so you hear all these really great things shit if, even if you're listening to this and you make pies like go out there and sell some vegan mm-hmm. pies you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah because at the end of the day this is how i feel i feel like if your food is bomb whether it's vegan or not nobody's going to care right like nobody's gonna care you can't taste butter in food really like you're not gonna you're not gonna eat a pie and be like mm, you know i can't really <laughs> taste the cow milk in there like no 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 you're not gonna know the difference like unless it's obviously a, like an egg dessert but you get what i'm saying yeah, like, get exactly people what stay saying. bugging out over things that that it's inconsequential you know True. well i will have to say this it has a spot here that we go and they close about 10 30 11 no mm-hmm. sweet sosomba i think that's that's a uh, that's a, a fairly new vegan spot here in DC. Um, I love their vibe, you know. I love what they're coming with. I love the mm-hmm. different um, how they're preparing their cuisine because it's not the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. They're not coming with the same thing. So yeah, I would have to say that's probably like the go-to that I will try and tell anyone to go try if they're in Washington DC area because nope. that that's that's really dope, you know. And then. Mm-hmm. It has like it has a couple other places, but they they close early and it's it's irrelevant to talk about them because it's it's they're not open to hear what I'm saying. So oh. I got a shout out to Sweet Sosomba over there, and then I have some um, other friends way down in Kingston, Jamaica, that I would like to get you in contact with. It's on Kush and Keisha, you know. Yes, Kushite uh, vegetarian cuisine. You can check them out on IG. They're in Kingston, Jamaica, and they make some magnificent stuff. They have wow. this sorrel cake that it's, mm, I'm just still waiting for them to, to, to send it to me because everyone I talk to on the podcast, that's mainly vegan or trying to come like that. You know, this is a carnival podcast, but I like to talk about food. I, I right. have to eat. <laughs> right. And this is what I'm going to talk about. But yes. those are the two that I would really say a shout out to now, but. Mm. Let's get back to your street fair now. It's going to be two days. It's going to be 150 vendors. Now, what is the cost to come into the street fair? Do you have like a gate or is it just a walk, a free entry and everybody just walks the whole mile and come back up? Explain the scene to us a little more so we can get up to date with that. Yeah, so Vegan Street Fair has always been built on the idea that uh, we try to make veganism accessible to as many people as possible. So we don't charge a fee. 
It's free entry. It's super family friendly. There's tons for people to do. Um, it's right by the train station in North Hollywood. It's also right by like several bus stops. We try to make this thing as um, easy for people to get to as possible. So sometimes, especially like for me, it's one of those things that I'm like, yo, veganism sometimes seems so um, like inaccessible to people of color, right? Because we don't see ourselves in this movement oftentimes. Like typically the people who are quote unquote representing this movement in media or YouTube or Instagram or whatever, they're not necessarily people who look like us. True. And or or more to the point, they're not people who necessarily understand that it costs a lot of money sometimes to make a change. Now that's not to say like we're, we can't we all can sit here and say like, yeah, but I know how to eat vegan on a budget and that's one thing but i guess what i'm trying to say is typically with vegan festivals in general you're charged 50 60 dollars to enter the festival to begin with and to me i'm like listen if somebody's light on money and you're already charging them 50 dollars to get in that's 50 dollars that can go to a hard-working vendor and that's going to stop them from being able to access the vegan festival and the vegan food and the vegan fu- and the vegan vibe and like just everything that it's all about love that so we've always kind of been on this trip of of listen if we can make it accessible by train, accessible to people who are in wheelchairs, like that's another really big thing for us, accessible to people of every class, of every race, of every religion, and let them know and let them see that veganism is something that we can all kind of bond over, then I think that we as a community can go like, okay, we're not leaving anybody behind. We're telling you that all of you can be a part of this without having you pay 50 60 dollars to get into somewhere so that's kind of the whole reason that we make this thing free we have a we have one type of festival and it's a really little one that we charge for and that's like a ten dollar thing but that's not this one these are two very different things um so yeah so we just try to make this thing like look man whether you're vegan or not like come enjoy some bomb food you know stumble upon it if you're walking across the street because you're going from point A to point B and you don't even know what this thing is, but like, wow, maybe you'll stop for a minute and have some food. Like, that's what we want. Mm. So now let's talk about this sea food bowl that you have here that looks so ah. consistent. Like, <laughs> I see the food. Yeah. <laughs> I get <Yes>. it. <laughs> get that. You get that. <laughs> I get you. I, I see what you're doing. You with me. You with me. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, so that's one of our best vendors. Uh, that's Saray Vegan. And they are Cambo. They do Cambodian food, but that dish right there. For those of you who don't know, go to my go to my uh, Facebook or my Instagram page, and it's one of the most recent posts. But it's it's basically fried shrimp, coconut walnut fried shrimp, vegan. Like, nice. can you believe that they make this vegan? It's nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. Like, what are you talking about? Bananas. Oh, gosh. Oh, I love it. I love it because a lot of people never had seafood that's vegan. They'd be like, that can't be. No. What shit is that? That's just gluten. Right, right. Yeah. We hear it all the time. We hear it all the time. I mean, like, my God, like, not for nothing. If you're still listening and you're not vegan, like, can we please talk about this for a second? <laughs> my God. Like the trolls drive me bananas. It's like, you don't understand how many times we've heard the jokes. Like, 
butt bacon though or you know all the silly things <laughs> and like we've heard it all you are not original there's nothing funny about what you're saying like <laughs> can we move on them in the ass. Like, shut, the fuck. <laughs> shut the fuck up like this is so like just stop it's very high school not even it's middle school like just stop just yeah, stop yeah it, it, what that was then this is now we get it we can we can move on but they don't get it though they'll they'll get us no. sooner or later because mm. what i'm gonna say is this you can eat all the plant-based you want you can eat all the non-dairy all the non-meat but guess what you still will put on that weight watch yourself now okay <laughs> watch yourself don't think because it's not it's not your meat and it's not this I trust me, some kale and some collard greens will put that weight on you. Okay, so just slow down with that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just slow down with that. You're so, so funny, man. I love your energy. I love your vibe. I love everything that you're doing for the culture. But before I go, now, do you actually own a vegan restaurant, or do you make any meals that will be um, at the fair for 2019 this year? No, so I don't own a restaurant. This is pretty much my job, you know, besides being a mom. But um, I do, every year I do host a tent okay. where I bring out some pretty incredible chefs from, this year we've got these two chefs from Oakland that have come through and they've been at our event before. They're pretty well known in the community. And we collaborate on some cool stuff for the festival. So for the past three years, we had done something we call a tornado potato, which you can probably imagine what that is. It's like, you take a potato and it's sliced up and then you pull it and it's like a spiral on a stick. Mm. Um, Oh my God, it's incredible. You deep fry it and then you cover it in like cheese or sauce or or Mm. just salt and pepper. Like it's so good. So they're coming out, they're doing that. We're doing Zeppelis, which for anybody know, for anybody who's from the East Coast, or maybe maybe it's just a New York thing, I don't know. Excuse me, but it's like a it's like a deep fried donut ball. Oh, it's so freaking delicious! A very traditional New York thing. And then they're also making, and this is all in collaboration. So we we talk about it like for months, and we're like, okay, what is this Instagrammable food gonna be? And these freaking chefs, like I can't even tell you how amazing they are. They came up with. A deep fried spaghetti ball. What? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what are they using? Peanut oil to fry this bad boy in? What are we? I don't know what they're using. I don't know what they're using. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell. But I'm gonna tell you. This is what they did. This is what they did. They. I, well, I don't know how they did it. I just will tell you what the end result looks like because the rest of it, I don't know. Um, there's spaghetti inside of it. Like you open the ball. This this ball. You open it up, and there's friggin' cheesy spaghetti inside. Who is doing things like? like this is what I'm talking about when I tell people like vegan food can be real dope if you give it a chance and you're and you're working with the right people because you know look plant based vegan whatever it's yeah. all it, it's all a little bit different right so like plant based is more so on that healthy on that healthy tip whereas vegan is all about the animals where it's like look who gives a shit like you what eat whatever you want to eat like you said like don't change up your whole life. Just substitute some stuff. Correct. Like, if you want to eat a burger, just go eat a vegan burger. Like, the Beyond Burger, the Impossible, or whatever. Um, and that's how I feel <laughs> about stuff like this, where I'm like, look, it's a festival. This is not a salad festival. This is a festival. Like, you're going to come. You're going to eat some indulgent-ass food. Mm-hmm. You're going to walk away feeling some type of way. And you're going to feel like, wow, this is vegan food. Like, this is where we're at with vegan food. It's really not that different. From regular food. They you know walk away I mean? and they're like, I feel so much healthier. Don't do 
that's how I feel. I don't I don't remember the last time I got the itis. I'll tell you that. I will tell you that. That's not a thing anymore. I don't have it no more. No, I thought it was only me, but it's true. That shit don't true. happen. No, no. Done. It's like gone. Never again. And that's the thing is like people don't realize that meat takes a really long time to digest in your stomach. So that's what makes you tired because you're using up all your calories and your energy to digest, Mm -hmm. which makes you tired as hell. Plants don't do that to you. Plants go right through your system as they're meant to. And it it definitely 60 minutes, right? Straight through. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, bye bye. Here we go. Next meal. So yeah, it's, I mean, man, veganism is so fascinating to me. And, and, and I think we're in a really fascinating age where, you know, I think more people are, are recognizing that, that it's, it's probably more likely than not that, you know, we might all need to go vegan soon because we're messing some stuff up. Well, I, as you can see now, the change in America, we buy a lot more water than soft drinks and all these other juices and sports drinks. So that's saying that America is going in the right direction. So yeah. Um, they can there you look go. Up, look up in a census bureau and that, see what's going on. But Jess, mm-hmm. I know you're you're very busy. You <laughs> have 150 different paperwork's to write out. You got the state, you got the city, the state. Uh, who else behind are you? <laughs> EPA? <laughs> no, EPA ain't gonna come for you because we all clean. <laughs> clean right, here. right, right. Now we good. We good with them. <laughs> we good. So right now, I know for a fact we're gonna. After, I guess, let me see, let's, let's say two months, a month from now, after, you know, everything is cooled down, we can yeah. talk about the um, vegan, I mean, the SF, the SS, VSF night, right? So it's the vegan ah. street fair night, um, yes. which you have to be 21 to get in rather yes. than uh, anyone, which is a free entry. I mean, not a free entry, but no age limit for this um, festival coming up on Saturday and Sunday, correct? Yeah, and it is free entry. It is free entry for all, everybody. So yeah, yeah yep. correct. Yeah. So the night festival, though, you have to be twenty-one if you're in um, North Hollywood, California. I mean, I guess you can hit them up, Vegan Street Fair um, on IG. I mean, her page is wonderful. Uh, she has, I mean, just by talking, I feel so bad because right now I think in like, where the hell am I going to go to find like ice cream or some oh, macaroni no. and cheese? Like it doesn't have nothing you can do. Like everybody is closed over here. I mean, they, they already shut down. Pots are up. So looks like I'm going to have to chop it up with some rainbow shard in the, in the kitchen or something. But <laughs> the control is yours, Jess. I would like you to tell our listening audience where they can find you on all social media platform and you can shout out whoever you want to shout out. Controls are yours. Dope. All right. Yeah. So if you are ever around the LA area, we, um, especially this weekend, we have Vegan Street Fair, which is an annual festival, free entry, all ages, 150 plus vendors, beer garden, rides, kids activities, um, DJs, just a really good vibe. And that's happening this weekend, March 23rd and 24th, 11 to 7 p.m. And then after that, we do a weekly market in North Hollywood as well uh, called Vegan Sunday, which is different from Vegan Street Fair. It's also free entry. It's also open to all ages. There's about 36 vendors. And that happens on Sundays from uh, 11 to 5. And then our final festival that we do every year, it's a much, much smaller one. It's called Vegan Street Fair Nights, as, as you so kindly mentioned already for us. Um, and that is a 21 and over event that happens again in North Hollywood. It's in the beer garden. There's live karaoke. There's a or live karaoke band, I should say. 
and um, it's just a really good time. So, you know, at the end of the day, just come on out if you're ever in this area and enjoy the good vibes. We're here. Check out our website at veganstreetfair.com. Check out our Instagram. It's at veganstreetfair. Check out our Facebook. You can find us on every single major uh, social media platform, and we're happy to assist if you ever need any help trying to live this life. We're here for you. Like, reach out. And, yeah, it's just really great to be able to do this kind of work. So thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Jessica, no, thank you so much because you know today what we were going through. And it was like, yeah. you were persistent. I was persistent. I'm like, look here. This fucking up need to get his shit together, okay? Right, <laughs> right. Like, no universe, you're not gonna do this to us. And you were like, I was like, come on, V, come on, Plan but it's okay, it's okay. But I love it, I love the vibe, and I can't make it for this week because that's so short notice. But for sure, I know next year, okay. I, if you're gonna keep the same dates, I'm gonna put it on the calendar from December of this year. I'm gonna email you, Jess. This is where I'm gonna be at. This is where I'm gonna stay at. Okay, yes. this is where I'm gonna be. So I would love to see that. And hopefully, um, if you guys travel, as I, I don't know if you guys have much time to travel and, and, and look at the carnivals that will be coming up over there in Hollywood and all the different carnivals, the Caribbean carnivals that they have throughout the U.S. and even throughout the Caribbean. I mean, if you guys need help in any of those, you know, hit us up. We would be surely love to take you on a trip to one or two. And most of them, most of them, I'm, I'm going to say most of them, everybody I talk to, they will have some type of non-meat cuisine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to say it's going to have 150 to choose from. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is totally amazing. I mean, so we're going to see that. And I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do. I'm going to send uh, this podcast and the information to my great friends in Florida, my great friends in Jamaica, and my great friends up here in D.C. Um, as I can see, two of them already follow you. So, psh, hey, once they hear this, they're good. So it was a pleasure. We look forward to seeing some great pictures this weekend. Um, and even if you can, we can probably call and check in. If you have time, you can just hit me back up the same way we did today. If all goes well, while you're at the fair and you have 10, 15 minutes to just woo song, calm down, put your foot up and take in some, I don't know what you're going to take in. I don't pasta <laughs> or you you have so much to choose from. I am yeah. jealous. I am really, really jealous. I thought I was the, you know, the, the king of all of this and getting all of it, but you made me look like a child with this. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> you're so funny. Well, Cynthia, I, I hope to see you next year for sure. Any other time during Man, the year. For sure we will. Well, thank you so much, Jessica, for joining the podcast show. And you and your whole staff, I mean, the five, six of you guys, you guys are doing a wonderful job. So from the Keep It Loud crew, Sensi Star Jones, we're signing out from the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Have a great one.